0: Welcome to another episode of the Blurred Political Lines podcast, where we share our political views, discuss current events, and explore different perspectives. Join our hosts in this episode as we react to transmissions from 2055. All right, welcome back to another episode, everyone. Um, As you can probably hear, I I lost my voice a little bit last night. Uh, We're out here celebrating Weston's freedom. Still, (laughs) Weston, congratulations on uh, slipping
1: away from the law again. Thank you. I uh I I slipped the noose yesterday, that's for sure. I thought uh I thought it was the day. I thought I thought this is this is the day that all of my chickens come home to roost. And I, I'd accepted it. Is a thing. I accepted it. And uh I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm unkillable. <laughs> At least uncatchable. Could be. <laughs> It's like that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can. Exactly. Uh, well, uh, very exciting episode today. We're doing
0: our first ever live podcast. In studio. In studio today. And um, the sound quality might be a little bit off for that, um, as well as I've lost my voice, but we are going to carry on But I have not lost my freedom. Or our spirit, our fighting spirit. <laughs> so uh we're we're just gonna do a quick little episode today we thought it'd be fun to get weston's reaction we'll talk about it a little bit um we have a video it's a video from the future this video it comes to us from the year 2055 and it's pretty pretty amazing stuff here and i'm gonna play it it's katy perry and orlando bloom transmissions from the future
1: Well, Katy Perry still looks good in 2055. <laughs> Orlando Bloom still looks like a beast bag. <laughs> They're transmitting <laughs> to the year 2021.
0: Sarah Silverman. <laughs> 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 Democracy is dead. Democracy is Started when voter suppression ran wild. Voter suppression. America. Oh, my God. Shut
1: up. First off, nobody's watching a Sarah Silverman video video on her phone. Save
0: democracy while you can. Tell Daisy we love her. Tell Daisy we love her? (laughs) What? Democracy lives and dies
1: with you. That's what it says at the end. Unbelievable. Well, what do you, What are just your thoughts on that video? What a bunch of idiots! <laughs> why is that? Because they know nothing of what they speak of. That's yeah. why. Yeah, it is very uh, propagandistic, isn't it? Like, it's so ironic because the video that they made is like, <laughs> like, like the future they're pretending to stave off. Yeah. Is the future we'd get with those people in charge. (laughs) That's the most ironic thing of the whole thing. They're
0: like, the government watches our every move as they're trying to expand the reach of like big government government and their ability to like (laughs) circumvent people's rights and like (laughs)
1: spy on people. The federal government watches our every move. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) It's been doing that for the last 20 years, bitch. Yeah, right? (laughs) Duh. Uh, I, I saw that. I just couldn't believe how. Uh, propagandistic
0: that it was, you know. And like that, not not just that, but like that they get big Hollywood people to do that and to produce something like that
1: to try to push that. It's incredible. It, I what 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 an idiot you must be to like buy into a video like that. <laughs> the sheer stupidity of it. <laughs> Man I I can be pretty stupid sometimes, definitely. I can vouch for that. But uh isn't that that's fucking incredible fuck those people <laughs> yeah I, I think it's pretty interesting
0: but um it kind of makes me think too you know you we feel that way when we watch that video is that any different than when people say like they're gonna take your guns and your gun rights or like when we talk about censorship you know are we not doing the same kind of thing is it just like some kind of overblown statement on those things or well is there nobody's a difference, ever right? asked
1: me to produce a video like that so yeah <laughs> And, and I feel like I'd be the guy they'd ask, so. Yeah. And nobody's ever asked me to do it, so. And I've I mean I've never seen um James Woods do something like that. <laughs> yeah. Does he still have a Twitter or is he kicked off? I have no idea. I don't even have a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> yeah. You will not You will not find me on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely um very dramatized. Ugh. Just the... Ugh. It's, it's almost vomit-inducing. Vomit <laughs> Someone said, um, the most unrealistic
0: thing about that video is that Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are still together in 2055. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I thought that was hilarious.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean, the rest of it is pretty fucking realistic. Like, if you have a centralized federal government, um... Like one in in China right now, perhaps. Yeah. Because um, I'm I'm pretty sure they, literally monitor people's social interactions. G- get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Just get out. Well, I guess it brings up a, a good point
0: with this stuff. Like, are you really taking away anyone's rights? With with even some of these voter ID laws, is that truly?
1: Well, I what mean. What think? So, uh, in. I'm not perhaps as up on it as I should be, but um, at least the way I understand most of these new uh, laws in some of these states is the the, the voting practices that they're allowing are actually more expansive than they were pre-pandemic. Exactly. They're just not as liberal as they are. Liberal, I mean in a, I don't mean in a left or right way, I mean it in a the expansion of doing things you can do way they're they're more liberal than they were before the pandemic, but less liberal than how they allowed things to go during the pandemic. So they're, (laughs) they're actually like, as a matter of fact, making it quote unquote easier to vote than it was in 2019. Right. They're just limiting what could be perceived as a free for all that 2020 was. So it's, it's not making it harder to vote. It's, it's just it's just a bunch of bullshit. Well, what's amazing about it is you have all these different avenues
0: to vote, right? You have weeks to vote ahead of time in a lot of states. Not every state, like Connecticut, for example, I think you can't do any vote early voting. Most states give you absentee voting. All of these states that they're targeting right now do those things. They give you all these opportunities. And, and they're still to vote. doing those things. Man. And they still go out there and say that democracy is at risk of like.
1: Going away in twenty fifty five, like it's it's so it's so fucked up, and one of the one of the things that uh, I I heard Chuck Schumer stumping about and just being the douchebag that he is, <laughs> he's saying they are making it illegal for people to give you water and food when you're in a wrong right. voting line, right. which they're not doing. Right, if you if you are a part of someone's campaign or clearly identifiable as a, um, as a Republican or a Democrat, you're not allowed to do it. Right. But they aren't prohibiting people from doing that. They just don't want someone to influence your vote by right doing Right before that. you vote, yeah. But they're not making it illegal, as a matter of fact, for people to do that. They are limiting the way in which people can come across as influencing a vote, which, is that not making democracy freer? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's also stupid. And it is. And yeah. the way they like the way they portray this, like 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 early voting. For instance, all these states still have it. And it's in their bills still. Exactly. The early voting, like, like and think weekend about, voting, like all all of these other <laughs> things that you can do yeah. instead of just like election day voting. Yeah, and, and something Chuck Schumer said when he was being an asshole <laughs> he was like, They're making it harder for Black churchgoers to vote on Sundays. Yeah. Well, are black people the only people that go to church on Sundays? Like, he had to say it like that. It's like, well, wouldn't it also, I guess then, quote unquote, make make it harder for white people who go to church on Sundays to vote too? Yeah. Well, I think what they're specifically talking about in Georgia,
0: there was, um, there's been just like a, I guess a push for people to, to get together and organize after church services on Sunday, especially in the African American community in um, Georgia. So they felt that that was maybe targeting them to some extent. I could see that.
1: Yeah, but it's.
0: But there's so many other opportunities. Right. It's like. But it's. But it's it's yeah, like, it's you know, no not. one's taking away your right to vote. So yeah. I don't know. And it's just like the language that y- they use and the way that they go about doing it is just so I don't know it's just so heated and it's the way that they just manipulate language like they're taking away your right to vote Democracy's going to die like and not even that politicians on both sides don't do that but the way that they organize it the way that they get like people to produce these videos actors and actresses to be in these videos to push it out there I mean it's this is what it makes me think about um, it's kind of like I guess Inception isn't the best example, but like, it's it's like propaganda or it's like really good marketing in a sense, right? Because if, yeah. if you see a Michelob Ultra commercial, you know, maybe most people don't want a Michelob Ultra right then, you might, Weston, but yes, most people do. probably don't want a Michelob Ultra that moment.
1: Matter but, of fact, I'm having one right now.
0: <laughs> but, you know, then you go to the store and you're looking for beer and you, you know, they've kind of implanted that in your head that, oh, Michelob Ultra is a good beer. It, it, I mean, it's just marketing. It's like cigarettes and movies and things like that that they've done for a long time. And they've gotten really good at it. But when they push this stuff out there um, and whether you realize it or not, like it's making impressions on people and people are thinking a certain way about a group of people. And I think that's, for me personally, like that's why I had such a negative view of Republicans for such a long time. I just don't think I really talked to a lot of them, understood their points and it was just like you're giving this i guess kind of nudge towards like hating them constantly you know that's what it is though they're bad people look what they're doing they're evil people they're going to destroy democracy and all of society kind of nudges that at you whether you realize it or not even if you just catch like a headline or two here and there it's making those impressions on you and then you're like i don't want to be one of
1: the bad guys Right, And that's what people do, I think. And, yeah, exactly. And um, going back to the... Um, just a very simplistic point from their whole democracy diet is dying thing or whatever the fuck point they're trying to make. <laughs> just a very simple... Um, something that a high schooler should learn in civics class is we don't live in a democracy. We live oh, in, a right. Right. In, a, in, in a republic. Right. And a republic has uh, many aspects or features of a democracy, but it's not a democracy because a democracy means that 50.1% of the people can vote to do anything to 49.9% of the rest of the population. That's a democracy. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the slightest of majorities can do anything. That's a democracy. We do not live in a fucking democracy. It's a republic. There's, there's distinct, important differences, and the the fact that they, that they just use the word democracy all the time, democracy, democracy, it's, it's like feeding this notion of how thing, it, it's like twisting the system and nudging society to think that they're living in something that they're not really living in, yeah, because it's not, it's not a democracy, right, it's a republic that has many democratic features, Mm. but it's still not, it's not. Yeah. Well, I think overall that's the theme
0: with with this is um, the manipulation of language, right? Yep, exactly. And not only the manipulation of language, like the Jim Crow 2.0 thing that we saw, I mean, just so, so heated. um, And just rhetoric and just, you know, propaganda again.
1: Like, I feel like someone... If somebody actually lived through the Jim Crow stuff, yeah, and then heard Joe Biden say that this is Jim Crow 2.0, mm-hmm. I would be offended by that. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck fuck you actually for 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 minimizing what I went through. Yeah. It's like it's like when people uh call Donald Trump a Nazi, you're like, This is like the Holocaust. When people yeah. when people say that shit, Oh, I can't stand it. It like, yeah, I can't stand it either. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, no. <laughs> Everything is just like
0: compared to Nazi Germany. Yeah. No. Like remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger did the, the video about it being like crystal knocked? What a fucking oh, douche! I egg. know. I couldn't believe that. No. Uh, no. And it's like – Like again, it's minimizing what actually happened in history and how terrible those things were. Every time that you compare something that is not near to those things, yeah. it's, uh, it's an insult to the people
1: that had to live through those things I think. I would think so too, like, like, um, you want to tell, uh, Eli Weisel? is that how you pronounce Elie Eli Weisel. Eli Yeah. You want to tell him that Donald Trump's like Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and if he was around and you said to him, I hope he'd fucking smack you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? That's the thing, I mean, it's just, it's kind of disgusting. It's not kind of disgusting, it's... It disgusts me to no end. Is <laughs> well, what it does. And I put it on that last episode
0: too. It was um, the. He was gassing peaceful protesters, and they used that. A lot of people use that to draw like Nazi Germany comparisons and things about him being a dictator and a fascist. And that didn't end up being the truth about the whole story yeah, at all. It's it, all been like debunked
1: well, a year later. Exactly. And like that kind of thing. Like a dictator. A dictator doesn't let. Um, peaceful protesters outside of the um, seat of the head of government. Yeah, do do what they did. Right. Hitler would have killed them all. Yeah. Probably in a fucking second. Probably they would be dead, and um, it, it's it, getting back to that. Like, I think he acted very prudentially because. <laughs> He other than uh, like <laughs> there have been there have been very few times in this country when people were trying to breach the fucking white house yeah very few times and the fact that not, <laughs> like how many of those protesters were were even injured a a very small amount and it wasn't, at his, dire- it wasn't at his it wasn't his direction actually, yeah exactly so i think he acted incredibly prudential and someone could make the argument to me that he was perhaps even weak about it. I don't think he was. I think it was very, a very prudential course of behavior, but I could accept an argument where, you know, someone might say, no, you shouldn't let that happen in your country. You know? And we talked about it on the, our Trump Pence
0: 2020 episode about the times the insurrection act has been used throughout history and I saw something the other day about how they were drawing it up to be used last year, and they ended up not doing it. Right. But, I mean, they really could have. Like... With everything going on and all the riots going on across the country like, and at
1: the, um, at the White House. I think it was Herbert Hoover... Yeah. ...invoked the Insurrection Act against World War I veterans that were protesting in Washington, D.C. because they weren't getting paid. At the Capitol. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He used it against World War I veterans. Donald Trump didn't use it at all. Yep. And he fucking could have. Yeah. He could, like, it. it it's incredible. Um, and, and I know we've talked about this a million times, but I think as time goes on, um, it, it, history will judge the time from 2016 to 2020 very differently, um, yeah. at, at least in my opinion. Well, I think, and what we're talking about with this episode today
0: too, I think thinking about history, like what we're living in right now and with... um just the way that propaganda has been going over the last hundred years. I mean, I think people are going to look back in this time of history and see it as a really propagandistic time, even if things are peaceful. I mean, that, I think, is the theme of what we're living through and will probably continue to be the theme of our lives. And I'm not saying it's unilateral. I'm not saying that at all. Everyone's doing it. But, I mean, it's just the disinformation out there, the misinformation
1: out there. What... And when the propaganda is it it's it's crazy. Kind of what I think's incredible about it is, you know, at least in my understanding of, of history is propaganda efforts have always been an arm or a function of of, of the government in some way or another. Mm-hmm. But like we just had with this video, that was just a Hollywood thing that these fucks did on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Has nothing to do with government. Yeah. And it's uh it's totally propaganda. Well, they
0: push it out in so many different ways, and it reminds me of last year. You know, the manipulation of language. Um, I think is a is a big theme going on over the last couple of years. Last year, when um they were talking about packing the Supreme Court, oh. and people, you know, they're talking about court packing. They're asking about court packing, and then they said no. They were the ones who were court packing, and then the I think it was the Merriam Webster dictionary site some somewhere the definition changed overnight to reflect that yeah that's what's crazy is that like in real time they're able to rewrite what words mean to mean what they want to i was reading something this morning it was like um they're talking about the increase in crime and um, i think chris wallace was interviewing someone and he asked them about you know the defunding the police movement do they think that that's kind of backfired and is this contributing to the, the crime rate and they go we didn't want to defund the police. The Republicans defunded the police by not passing more money for cities last year. Uh, yeah. Isn't that incredible? I mean, it's, it's just like. It's almost sickening. It, I don't know. It's, it's, it's so hard to make sense of the truth. That's, that's what it really is. It's hard to figure out what is actually going on, and it's hard to figure out what is actually true because there's so much manipulation. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. And this video really, I think, sends that message home, and I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon. But well, it's it it's does. out there. It's getting pushed out there like crazy, and um, that's what that's what drives me is to try to make sense of that. That well, in spite, spite,
1: yeah, spite drives me. <laughs> it always has. Yeah, it's a it's a good driver too. <laughs> All the best things in my life I've ever done were driven by spite. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and perhaps some of the worst things I've ever done in my life too, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> those, those are always, it's the a big motivator. It's a big motivator,
0: uh-huh. but I think that's all that I had about the video. Is there anything else that you uh, wanted to add in or any other thoughts today that we should put on here?
1: No, nah, I'm just living my, um, William Wallace life. <laughs> You're a free man. we can't take away my fucking freedom. <laughs> we're so happy to still have you out here on the outside. It was it was the closest closest I ever came. Yeah. I thought thought to myself I said, "Yeah. This is the day. This is the day that I have been just somehow getting out of for all my life <laughs> and here it comes today." And I maybe that's how I slipped out of it again because I was accepting it. Yeah. I was just like, ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this fucking thing, this is happening. Someone's watching out for you. That's sure what it seems like. Well, if they are, I certainly don't deserve it. (laughs) I certainly do not. Uh, Maybe I'll change. Probably doubt it. (laughs) Uh, Don't change, Weston.
0: Well, that's everything we have for this episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.